Hi, welcome to Everyday Strong with Dr. Michael G. Daniels. This is your host, C.B. Baker here, and we got a really good one for you today. Uh, but this is a special one, uh, Dr. Daniels. This is our 30th episode. This one right here is number three zero. So it's... um. We've been coming coming along, and I think we've gotten actually got a little bit better at this as we went along. What do you think? <laughs> I agree, and, uh, and thirty is a great mile, great milestone. And uh, I will say this: that um, I have gotten um, uh, some uh, text uh, message or email, I should say, uh, from people as far as North Carolina that um, listen to the podcast and uh, and ask questions uh, via, uh, via via text and via email. So. Uh, I think our, our reach is broadening. Yeah. Well, I got that one beat, mm-hmm. Dr. Daniels. On SoundCloud, the uh, Russian Federation has been tuning in to us. So we've been reaching globally, you know, oh, France uh, and uh, Europe areas. So it was it was kind of interesting that I saw the Federation of Russia up there. Wow, that is something. So I guess that means that Trump is not the only one that has connections <laughs> in Russia. So, <laughs> so as, yeah, I, I kept forgetting to tell you about that. And it was uh, really pretty, pretty cool to see all the people um, around the world that tunes into the show um, day in and day out. And shout out to um, the people out in Mountain View, California. They uh-huh. they download um, a lot of the episodes out there. And take a wild guess what is located in Mountain View, California. Uh, I must admit, uh, I haven't a clue. <laughs> Google. Ah, okay. So apparently, I, I don't know, it is, you know, it's Mountain View is a nice size city. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to I'm going to assume and say if somebody at the Google headquarters is tuning in to our show and downloading things. So hey, that sounds great to me. Hey, so that. shout out to if you're in Mountain View and you're listening to us. Thank you so much. And thank you to everybody else out there that um, tunes into the Everyday Strong with Dr. Michael G. Daniels. Uh, today's topic is. Um, forgiveness. And uh, Dr. Daniels texted me the topic and I was like, OK, this is this is going to be a, a slightly difficult for some people because some people just won't let stuff go. Absolutely. You know, and um, here, here's the thing about forgiveness and we, we can we can get deeper uh, as, as time progresses. Forgiveness actually is the easiest thing to do. The problem is, it's the hardest thing for people to accept that they need to do. Gotcha. <laughs> so why do you think it's so hard for people to accept that? I think it's because most people um, look at forgiveness as benefiting the person that they are forgiving, mm-hmm. as opposed to looking at forgiveness as benefiting themselves. And, and, and really, uh, the person that benefits the most is the person that is willing to forgive rather than the one that is uh, hoping for forgiveness. Uh, and most people don't understand, I think, the basic concept of forgiveness. And, and I speak it from a biblical sense that uh, forgiveness um, is not about forgetting. And that's what people kind of look at. Well, how can I forget what you did to me? Uh, I, I agree. It's hard to forget when someone has done something negative to you. But forgiveness is not about that. Really, what you're saying uh, to the person is that if I forgive you, that means I will not seek revenge for what you have done to me. And that's basically all forgiveness is, is the ability uh, to let the person know that you have decided not to seek revenge. I think the great example is um, when the gentleman uh, and I use the term gentleman uh, quite loosely. 
when he uh, walked into the church in South Carolina uh, during their Bible study night and um, viciously uh, murdered uh, several of the attendees. And right. immediately uh, the parishioners came forth and said, you know, we forgive you. Now, obviously they won't forget. I mean, that's, that's that, you know, how can you forget the loss of a loved one? Um, but their position is we won't seek revenge uh, on you. You know, we we have the ability to say, you know what, you, you wronged us, but we're not looking um, to to give evil for evil. Yeah. And that's a very tough one to get around because death is involved. You know, I know if you was to come um, kill somebody in my family, it would be I would be very hard pressed to. Um, to be to accept forgiveness, to give them forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And really, I'm going to ask this question. Do you think it's God's will that's keeping people from seeking revenge? Or is it this the basic law of the land that's keeping us from doing that? Well, you know, uh, it's, it, well, it's, it's both, actually. It, it's God's will that we don't seek revenge, number one, because, um, you know, the scripture teaches us, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, you know, I will repay. And so that's 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 his job, not mine. Uh, but the other thing is that um, if if you are going to uh, be better yourself, you know, it necessitates forgiveness. Um, you know, for example, let's say that you take a a a, um, a hammer and you were to um, um, take it to my car and you know dent it up. Well, even if I dent your car up. That doesn't change the fact that my car is dented up. You know, I still right. have to pay to get it fixed or, you know, whatever the process is. So the process for me doesn't change whether I forgive you or not. The process is the same. Um, again, you know, let me just clarify for those who are listening. Uh, forgiveness takes two forms. One, you you forgive a person if you have decided you want to reconcile the relationship. So if I want us to 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 come back together, I forgive you, you know, for the sake. Uh, let's say again, if you do damage my vehicle and I say, well, you know what, you know, you know, we have been mutually doing things together for this long period of time. And so am I going to let this keep us from still, you know, associating? So I forgive because I want to reconcile the other the reason why I forgive is because I want to move beyond where we are. Uh, and, and, and that happens, let's say, if someone murders someone close to you. And, and, and in fact, um, there are two people that I have been extremely close to that have been murdered uh, in, in my life. And but uh, if, if I did not forgive the perpetrator, then I would be locked in the past. And so that's one thing you don't want to do. People that get locked in the past then they become prisoners to the act. So it becomes a double thing. Not only did the person murder someone you love, but now they're slowly killing you too because right. you're locked in the past. You can't let go. And so that's why it's so important for people who have been wronged uh, to think about it uh, not as you're doing something for the other person, but you're also doing something for yourself. So if I can forgive, then I can move beyond where I was and I can move forward my own life. Now let's, let's take it a, a, a step a little bit higher and as deep mm-hmm. as in a murder, this regular everyday type of things. Mm-hmm. And you, you see people who will come to you and say, 
Man, you know, such and such did me so wrong on this. And then when you get deep in the conversation, then you find out they didn't even tell the person that they did something wrong to them. So do you even know that the person knows that they did something wrong? Because sometimes you do stuff and you don't even realize you did something to somebody. Well, absolutely. And that, and that's the other thing. And, that, and that's, a you know, goes to a, a different subject, but we can we can touch on it. And, and one is this is um, am I judging your action or am I judging what I believe your intent was? You know, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. And I can go back to, you know, you run into my, you, you using the hammer on my car or let's say you run into my car, for example. Right. The question is, did you do it purposefully or was it a true accident? Now, I have un- unfortunately had an occasion where a young lady ran into my car. Now, you know, my wife and myself and uh, my son, he was very young at the time, were shopping uh, at a local mall. The young girl rushing to work ran into the car. Now, um, her husband, uh, I mean, I tell her, you listen, you can't leave the scene of an accident. That's illegal. You need to right. come back. Uh, and so she found, she was afraid, but she did call her husband. Now, he gets there and he's extremely belligerent, you know, extremely belligerent. Because at me, because he's mad because his thinking was I called the police with the intent to harm his wife, you know, and I say to him, let me explain something to you. You know, um, your your attitude won't solve a thing. Right. Number one, I didn't call the police with intent to hurt your wife. Right. I'm actually helping your wife because if she leaves the scene of the accident. And I have to, I'm going to report it because I want my car fixed by my insurance company. Right, that's right. Now, now the, and the police going to get involved because I'm going to report the accident. And so now they're going to go find your wife because I have all, I have her license plate information. So it's either your car or her car. So one of you going to get, you know, the charge. And so I'm helping your wife. And, and so, but in his mind, you're trying to hurt my wife, you know. So his, his his thought was the intent was here. And as you said, nothing I did made me think I had harmed anybody. But he shows up angry right. and, 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 you know, and, and wanted to do a bodily harm, which is foolish because his wife was at fault for the accident in the first place. Right. Uh, but for me, uh, it was an easy thing. I didn't raise my voice, um, didn't uh, bat an eye. And, and and from my perspective there, I know there are some that would have uh, got angry and would have tried to make sure they got the most from them as possible. But for me, it wasn't about that. And so uh, to say, well, I forgive you for acting like a fool. That's what's going on in my mind. I forgive you for acting like a <laughs> hey. fool. And I'm not going to try to get anything out of you. All I want is the insurance to pay for the car. Simple as that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's funny that people do that sometimes and they'll come in not knowing all the information as they show up and mm-hmm. then make the whole thing completely worse. Absolutely. And then you have to be the bigger person to say, okay, I understand you don't know what's going on here and you're being irate. Let mm-hmm. me, cause if you hit fire with fire, all you do is create more fire. I, I, you know, no doubt, no doubt. And you know, again, if, 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 if you don't know you have wronged someone or, you know, you, 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 you you're in a difficult situation because there's nothing for you to do at that point. Now, for the person that you have wronged, let's say, we all want people to judge us by our intentions, but we want to judge people by their actions. And, that, and that's a different yardstick we use because we will always say to a person, well, I didn't mean to do it. Right. You know, I didn't mean to hurt you. So you're saying, don't judge my action 
judge my intentions. Right. But when it comes to the other person, we're saying, I'm going to judge your actions because we don't want to hear you didn't mean to do it. Right. Our thing is, well, you might not mean it, but you hurt me. Right. So we're judging their actions, not their intentions. When you can learn to separate that out and start to say, what did the person intend to do? Then it becomes easier to forgive. And let's look at one that uh, most people, you know, when I'm counseling folk, they always say, I will never forgive infidelity. If you cheat on me, I'm done, you know. Right. And and that's because in most people's minds, they think that infidelity is an act against them. That if you cheat, you were, you know, that's an act against me. But I tell people all the time, when people cheat, most of them, for the most part, they don't intend to hurt you. In fact, they're trying to hide it from you. So right. if they were trying to hurt you, right. they wouldn't hide it. Right. They would bring the woman to the house <laughs> right. until you go in there and cook some fried chicken for right. my girlfriend. Right. But that's not what they do. They hide it. So the reason they are hiding it is because they don't want you to know. And so if they don't want you to know, their intent is not to hurt you. Yeah. It doesn't mean you don't get hurt if you find out. But their intent is not to hurt you. So if you can separate the intent from the action, it becomes easier to forgive because now you're not judging the pain. You're judging their ability to not repeat the action. And so if the person can, if you can actually feel that confident that a person will not repeat the action, then it's easy to say, let's move forward and reconcile. Now, let's go back to what we um, had talked about earlier was being locked in the past. Mm-hmm. And I know that I have some uh, some past demons in my closet, people that I just just can't get over, you mm-hmm. know. So are you saying for for a person that in order to get over that and, and to get forgiveness that they must call the person, talk to the person, let them know what they did wrong and then say, I forgive you for that? No, uh, forgiveness doesn't have to come. Because I have a, I, you know, there's a verbal conversation with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in your heart, you have to forgive the person. That's the key. Because if you don't, that event stays a part of you and it gnaws at you. Right. It, it just gnaws at you. So you get stuck in that, in, in, in that event. In order to move beyond that event, you have to kind of, again, look at the intent versus the action. Well, let's say, for example... The person's intent was to bring you down. Let's say that's what their intention was. Mm -hmm. Then the question becomes, did they succeed? Right. If they did not succeed, then why am I still living in that past? Right. Because they didn't bring me down. I'm thriving. I'm doing well. So if if that's the case, then I can move beyond it because, hey, uh, regardless of what their intention was, they they did not have the capability for whatever reason to make it work. So therefore, I can move beyond it and say, you know what? I'm just going to let it go because it didn't work. Now, I'm forgiving you not so we can get back together. I'm forgiving you so I can move beyond it. So in my heart, I'm not going to seek revenge and I'm not going to keep thinking things like what I should have done. Right. What I might want to do now and how am I going to do this? And you can't walk over top of me. All those kind of things just walk out of my life because the bottom line is, hey, I'm, I'm better now than I was before. If you can actually come to the conclusion that their intention was not to hurt you, but it was just something that they did, it becomes much easier because now you look at it from the same standpoint. Well, based on what they did, where am I now? But also 
what is the likelihood they'll do it again? You know, and if there's no likelihood they'll do it again, again, there's no reason to stay in it. And it's because it won't happen to you again anyway. And so the thing to do is to just say, you know what? I, you know, I'm going I'm to forgive the person. I'm going to let it go and I'm going to move forward. They made a mistake, um, but I'm not going to try to do anything to um, get them for the mistake. I'm not going to worry about the mistake they made. I'm going to move forward with my life and let it go. So in a nutshell, when we forgive is really like you're saying, it's for ourselves. Absolutely. Forgiveness is always for, for the person that is uh, ha- to ha- who has been the object of um, the, the, the pain and not the one that caused the pain. Uh, because uh, for, let's say um, I don't forgive the person that caused me pain. Are they really going to be hurt? Right. <laughs> no. They, uh, if they did it intentionally, they feel better if they know that I am still wallowing in the pain. Right. So that that kind of helps them out if I don't forgive them. If they did it unintentionally, then same thing is that, you know, they're going to move on anyway, you know, because they're going to say to themselves, well, I told you I was sorry. Right. I, I did everything I could do. And, and you just won't let me go. You know, you won't let it go. Right. And so they're going to move on anyway. People who have wronged you will always move on anyway. They, you know, so it's up to you now to figure out how can you move on rather yeah. than living in the past. Yeah, because you have some people that literally will keep drinking poison, hoping that's going to hurt the other person. A- absolutely. And it just doesn't. Unfortunately, <laughs> life just doesn't work that way. No, it you doesn't. Uh, it's up to us to to make those decisions. And I say forgiveness is a decision. It really is a decision. It's a choice. I, you know, I, 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 I was reading um, one day in, in, in an office that I was uh, when I was uh, waiting uh, for um, an appointment and it said attitude is a choice. And that is so true. Attitude is a choice and, and forgiveness is about attitude. And, and so I can choose to stay angry or I can choose to move on. And if I stay angry, I only hurt me. I'm the one that's locked into that anger. I'm right. the one that, right. that, that, that cannot enjoy my today because I'm living in my yesterday. So what is your advice to the people that are holding like 15, 20 year old grudges to the point that they almost don't even remember what they was mad at the person about? You know, my suggestion to anyone and my advice is to ask yourself a couple of simple questions. How did what happened then impact who I am now? And 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 how did it stop me from progressing? Uh, and if it didn't stop you, then that should be the key for you to say, you know, what? Mm, I've been holding this grudge for too long because after all, it didn't stop me mm-hmm. from making who I am right now. If let's say you say it did stop me from being who I am right now, the question you have to ask yourself is, did the act stop you or did your holding on to the act stop you? And and, and you got to be honest with yourself. And if holding on to the act is what stopped you, then you can't blame the person. You have to blame yourself. Right. So then you have to decide, do you forgive yourself there we go. That's that, that was the next question I was about to ask. Right. But, and for some of us, we have to, you know, sometimes you got to forgive yourself for being foolish, you know, and holding on so you can move on. 
and for some people, that's a difficult thing to do. But it's something that we have to do if we're going to move forward. Again, uh, you can't you cannot live in your past. Let me say that. That's just the problem. You can't live in your past, but you can let your past impact your present. And that's what you want to be able to get beyond uh, allowing your past to have a negative impact on your present. I agree with those who say, well, if you forget your past, you might repeat it. I, I would never say that forgiveness is forgetting. It is not. Forgiveness is not forgetting. Forgiveness is allowing yourself to move forward so you don't spend time seeking revenge. Right. You know, I, I found that in, the, in my life, um, all 39 years living, mm-hmm. and, and some people say, boy, you're still young. You, you got a lot, lot more living to go. And that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that it is sometimes that you, I look back and say, boy, I, I was kind of crazy for doing that. Mm-hmm. And boy, that was stupid. Or you know, I really kind of did that person dirty. and mm-hmm. But I, that won't my intentions, you know, during the moment. But mm-hmm. you look back as you get, you know, a little bit more mature, you're like, yeah, sure. that won't that won't necessarily a good thing to do. So I had to find in myself, say, so, you know, I got to forgive myself mm-hmm. for doing that. It's like, I didn't know at the time. I know better now. And I have stopped short of calling the person to be like, you know what? I kind of did you dirty on, on this particular thing. Even all the way down to when I played ball, mm-hmm. you know, you know, Cut black, cut blocking a guy when I knew he had a hurt leg, mm-hmm. you know. But hey, I'm in a different mindset when I'm playing football. Right. But I had to forgive myself for doing things like that. And and, that, and that's and that's okay to do, you know. And some people say, "Well, you just are making an allowance for your bad behavior." No, you're not, uh, because if it's something that's causing you some pain, then you have to forgive yourself sometime for being the kind of evil person that you were and move forward. Um, you know, I think to me, a perfect example of how easy it is to forgive for most of us is this. I don't I, there are very few people that have not been chastised by a parent. And we felt that the chastisement was unfair. Right. You know, unfair. But ninety nine point nine 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 percent of us don't seek revenge. That's right. We let it go. Now, you say you say yourself at the time, oh, mean mama, oh, mean daddy. But when you become an adult and you look back on it, you'd be like, well, I, I get it. You know, they were frustrated. They had this going on, they had that going on. And so what you try to do is you try to understand that person and you try to really look at their intent. Was their intent just to be brutal to me or were they frustrated because I came home late and they was worried about me? And that's right. why they punched me in the mouth. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know, yeah. or did they have a bad day at the office, you know, or, 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 or did mama just find out that daddy was cheating on her and she took it out on me because I look like daddy. Right. You, you know, see, you try to you justify what your parents do because you want not to sever that relationship. You you want to do it. And the same thing with your children. At the time, your children will do things to hurt you. But you, you say things like that. Well, uh, they're just a child. They don't know what they're doing yet. You know, they, they're just three years old. They don't know what they're doing yet. You know, all, right. all these, we justify all the teenagers. We justify based on their age. So what we do then is that we always for those people, we look for the intent. We say, what was your intention? Were you intending to harm me, mom, when you whooped me with the switch? Right. You know, we know her intent was to make us a better person. Did it hurt? Absolutely. Right. Would they call it child abuse in 2017? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. 
But I tell you what, you ain't forget. Uh, you ain't forget about why you got beat, though. Well, I, I get it. You didn't forget why, but you st- right. That's my point. You may have thought the 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 act was harsher than it should be, but you forgave your mother. Mm-hmm. Or you'll forgive your father or you'll forgive your child because you keep saying, what was their intent? You know, what was their intent? And so you let it go. My point is, what's different from that and someone else that who's not intending to hurt you, but hurt you? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no difference because pain is pain. Right. You know, the degree uh, may be slightly different because uh, it may be mental or physical, but pain is pain. It's just like. Let's say if, like you say, you know, you play football. Well, what if I accidentally left something on the floor and you slipped and broke your ankle and therefore you could not play? Yeah. You know, oh, what was my intent? My intent was not to do that. But you might say, I'll never forgive him because of of him that I wasn't playing, you know, with 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 the Titans or, you know, what have you. You ruined my career. I could have I could have made the Hall of Fame. Well, by the same token. There's some things your parent did to you that mm-hmm. caused you not to make the Hall of Fame. Right. You know, because your parent might have said, uh, I don't trust you playing sports. I don't want you to get a concussion. And you may have had the talent to be a professional player. Right. But because they were afraid of you doing it, you didn't realize that dream. So, but we don't hold that against them forever. We just say they did it out of love. <laughs> but you want to know something that's that's funny, Pastor, is that there's a lot of guys out there that their parents held them back in sports mm-hmm. and they are, and they, they're still resentful over it. Cause they said what I could have been. Well, I think those are folk that, um, under the shade tree. Yeah. <laughs> see, his, his, <laughs> I, I would say this, the ones that are resentful are the ones that wouldn't, in my opinion, wouldn't have made it anyway. anyway right. But they, but see, they're blaming and using that as an excuse you know, now I'm talking about folk that really had talent right. where the coach was really saying, but I want them to do X. And the parent was saying, no, because I don't want my child to get hurt. You know, not not the, not the, the other way around where right. the child just, you know, want to make an excuse and say, well, you know, I could have been great. I could have been this. And I'll I tell you why I say that the difference is this. For the person that could have been great, they their desire to excel is not just wrapped up in how fast they can run or how strong they are. Mm-hmm. It's a mental thing. Right. And so they may not succeed at athletics, but they will succeed at something else. And and for those people, they will look and say, hey, you know what? I'm glad mom didn't have me doing this because if she, I did this, I probably wouldn't be the doctor I am today or I probably wouldn't be the lawyer I am today. Right. Or I probably wouldn't be this, you know. So... Uh, I'm not talking about people who like to play the victim. That's a whole different ball game. Yeah, I'm talking about people who who earnestly um, have gone through a process with a parent, like I say, or a child, but have, but 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 make we we, we make those um, excuses for people that we truly love. Uh, give another example: there are women who have been abused who are making an excuse for the abuser. Yeah, now, I'm not saying they should. I'm saying they do, mm-hmm. and they will forgive the person. They forgive the person because they say this, they didn't know what they were doing. They were drunk at the time. I made them do it because I said this. See, they're trying to judge the person's intention and not the action. So all I'm saying is that that same logic we should apply for, you know, each time. Mm -hmm. What was the intent of the person 
uh, not did they hurt me, but were they intending to hurt me? Right. And if they were intending to hurt you, the other question is, did they succeed? Yeah. And they did not succeed. Living in the past will only allow them to succeed. See, that's the irony of it. <laughs> if they didn't succeed initially, right. they are succeeding if you don't let it go. Right, right. Well, Pastor, we're coming towards the end of uh, this podcast, um, episode number 30, 30. Is there anything else you'd like to bring to us before we close out? No, I, I just, again, I'm just uh, excited that we are at number 30, and uh, I'm just looking forward to uh, number 300. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. All right, this is your host, C.B. Baker. Until next time.